Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie Fright Night one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Leonard. And this is Minute 107 of Fright Night, which is not really a minute. It's the last 25 seconds of the movie. Uh, begins with the credit for Dolby Stereo in selected theaters and ends with the disclaimer that the characters and incidents portrayed and the names used herein are fictitious and any similarity to the name, character, or history of any person is entirely coincidental and unintentional. You hear that, Brewster? <laughs> not a real story. Okay, so uh, we're not actually here to talk about the credits as usual. We're here to do one last episode, wrapping up our podcast with our 107th Fright Night discussion. Nice. <laughs> For today's episode, we have some last bits of trivia, some bonus round stuff. But first, we are contractually obligated to discuss one more movie with Fright Night in the title, 2013's Fright Night 2, New Blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Len is very, very happy. Um, for our discussion of the original Fright Night 2, we went longer than the movie's length to talk about that movie, <laughs> beat by beat. Uh, for our discussion of the 2011 remake, we talked at length about our likes and dislikes of the movie. For this movie, we both just watched it for the very first time, moments before hitting record, so I think that this will be our shortest discussion, because most of our thoughts will be straight off the top of our heads. Right. Not really many notes. I have some trivia... Some interesting trip, interesting question mark <laughs> trivia, uh, filler to make it look like our podcast did something. We recorded some, some information and put it out there. Uh, but, uh, let's, uh, let's get into the summary. Actually, the, the first thing I want to tell, uh, you, anybody, I'm, I'm, I'm certain 95% of the people that listen to this episode probably didn't bother watching the movie. Maybe wants want to hear what it's about. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so the summary is, completely ignoring the events of the 2011 film, uh, Fright Night 2 New Blood centers on Charlie, Amy, and Evil Ed, who have traveled to Romania for schooling, and soon discover that their sexy new teacher is an ancient vampire hellbent on completing an ancient ritual with Amy's blood. All right, so... And that's uh, sad. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get, skip right to the, would you recommend it? Uh, okay, let's, yeah, we get right to that. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, In fact, halfway through the movie, you were like, hey, man, you don't own this, but you do now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I actually bought this. We mentioned in an earlier episode, I bought this uh, on a uh, on the $5 rack in our local grocery store of all yes. places. Not even an entertainment store. No. Just like a cardboard box with like, here are some movies we can't, nobody can sell. <laughs> five bucks and uh yeah i i it's good too because you know my present to you and kind of like a christmas present that i was hoping to give you was a hard copy version of you're so cool brewster the story of fright night right but instead i get this uh, yeah i, I sequel, mean which i couldn't find the documentary to buy uh hopefully someday i will um but i think this more than makes up for it i think so <laughs> i think so might be the end of our friendship. Have to sit through that. 
Uh, I mean, you do have the remake on DVD too, so I do. I uh, might which, as well, which I think is probably better. Oh, Come way on. better, way better. <laughs> this was what did I say to you? This felt like that TV show Teen Wolf, which yeah. I actually liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say I liked it all because I don't know that I saw it all. But the first few no. seasons that I watched, just the way it's shot, it's sort of like I don't know how to explain it. It's cheap. It's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's cheap. There was so many things in this movie that I don't know. They they try. Tried to mask uh, bad dialogue, shitty makeup, and not great acting with like shaky cam and After Effects. Uh-huh. Um, it was irritating. There's one scene that will stick with me for a long time. I think I'm still dizzy from it. Oh where God! It goes. That's like a five minutes of dialogue. First, uh, Charlie is talking to oh, Amy, yeah. and then he's talking to Evil Ed, and the camera just circles the conversation the entire time. They're like in, in the lecture hall or out, out in the hallway yeah. of, of the where they've been going lecture. This big building. That I'm still dizzy. It, yeah, the camera just, just goes around and around. It's a, it's a, it's honestly an uncomfortable movie to watch because there's that scene and there's a couple of scenes that will drop an epileptic to their to their knees for sure there's a ton of strobe so much strobe and it it has to do with the fact that uh these vampires can do uh they have a couple new powers one of them is uh kind of like an echolocation which like they make some sort of like cicada noise and then like the lights start flashing for some like affects the lights so now they're running in strobe light and also the vampire is able to track them through that right like sonar. I uh, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> it, it. Well, the main, the Jerry, mm-hmm. their professor, is a beautiful woman, but all of her powers are just, I don't know, she's OP, overpowered. Mm. It's, um, I don't know, man, this movie is just a direct <laughs> DVD. Actors you've never seen or heard of for the most part, except for her. Yeah. And it's just shitty. It's just garbage. Well, I mean, let's let's kind of like lay out uh, what happens in this yeah, movie. Yeah, like, Let's do, uh, talk about it. Because you sure. say Jerry, and then you're talking about a woman. The one big yeah. thing about this movie is that it's almost as if like they're remaking Fright Night. Um, they're not paying attention to anything that happened in the remake, yet it's a sequel to, a re- to the remake, but yet it doesn't... <laughs> It, basically, we have... Char- it's called a cash-in because the rights are running out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess uh, I, from what I read, the the, uh, the producers of the 2011 remake wanted to rush a sequel really quick. Mm. So they hired a new director and a new writer and uh, really just rushed it into production as quick as possible. And this is what they came up this with. This is what they came up with. And it's weird because, yeah, it is, it's it's billed as a sequel, but... And it uses characters' names, at least, <laughs> that are the same. But, okay, so for some reason, Charlie, Amy, and Ed are in Romania to learn something. Yeah. Do you have any, Did you catch what the no. hell that... I mean, are they in college? Are they in high school? It, who knows? Doesn't no really idea. specify. It, but it seems more like high school because they have a they have a teacher with them that keeps right. op- opening the dorm room door and be like, class is in 20 minutes, guys. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, it reminded me of Spider-Man Far From Home for some reason because of the whole... Uh, did you ever see that sequel? I haven't sequel? seen it yet. No. It is basically like Peter Parker and the rest of the class, they're, they're abroad and they're, you know, it, it, it kind of, uh, he goes after, you know, uh, 
supervillains uh, in Europe because right. of this. Um, so yeah, it's weird. It's uh, I, I will say one thing that it has going for it is, is the location of Romania. I it's different than just suburbia. It's yeah. more they have they have an excuse to go to some more gothic settings, right? Because uh, okay, so Jerry Danger just as a sequel, but yet Charlie and Amy and Ed have never met a vampire. And so right. So like when Charlie sees her for the first time doing vampire stuff, you know, everybody's acting like this has never happened before, right. so... So it's not a sequel. It really that they just put two on there, for it, whatever reason. Frightening two. Yeah, it's a remake, yet it's <clears throat> it's a remake of the original, yet it's also in a way a remake of the second one, because we have a female vampire. Right. <laughs> uh, again, the the uh, the later uh, editions of Fright Night have a problem with the Billy character. The, the vampire must be on their own. There must be no Renfield involved, so... Right. This, you know, Billy. Jerry with a G does not have a, does not have a Billy. So, so as far as the plot goes, they, they go to Romania to study something. I don't know. I mean, that professor, she comes out in the, in the lecture hall and on this screen behind her is a bunch of like vampire images. So are they there to talk about that? I have no I, idea. No, she's like, yeah, she, she, tur- she, it turns out that she is like the, the, the teacher that they're taking a, a class from or something. Yeah. Evil is obsessed with Peter Vincent who in my, Modern day now, he's no longer a uh, David Blaine character. He's he's more of a, a ghost hunter. Ghost hunter, yeah, right. It's all internet show. They talk about his Twitter hand, feed and handle and all that crap. So. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the guy that played Peter no. at all, um, but I did like this conceit better than yeah, like Chris Angel bullshit. No, yeah, no, I get the I, I yeah, I, I thought, like the idea that, that he's he's a ghost hunter, and it makes sense that if somebody watches those reality shows and thinks that they're real. That that they would go to, you know, someone like him. He right. said not he doesn't call himself a ghost hunter. He just happens to be in Romania going through like, you know, Vlad the Impaler's castle and different things like that. And of yeah. course, uh, Elizabeth Bathory, which uh, it is uh, heavily implied that uh, the Jerry Dandridge is actually Elizabeth Bathory because she does rejuvenate through bathing in blood. There's oh my god, if you wanted bl- people bl- bathing in blood, this is the movie yeah, for you. Yeah, this is the movie. <laughs> she yeah, because every night she ages up and then she has to <laughs> take another bath and blood to, to de-age. It, it's, yeah. The opening sequence even makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Some girl in her car is attacked. <laughs> I don't... You know, there. I, I read a piece of trivia. Okay, so so the, it, it, again, we're not going to go through this beat by beat. We're just yeah. talking about different things. But it does open up with a girl pulls up to a gas station and she starts filling her car and she gets back in and all of a sudden something leaps on her roof. And, uh, and her natural reaction is is since the whatever creature is on her roof is knocking the gas out somehow because it's leaking all over the place now. Uh, her natural reaction is to jump out of her car and throw a Zippo lighter and blow the whole fucking gas station up. <laughs> and then it goes to uh, security footage where she's being ripped around yeah. the, the convenience store by nothing. Yeah. Obviously a vampire. And then we get one weird little scene right before the credits. You're like, what just happened? And I called her because I, I, it's shot so weird. The angles are terrible. Yeah. The effects are bad, but it looked, I, I said, I think that vampire, whoever just bit her is deep aging. Right, yeah, because it was like we were watching a lot of like invisible man effects because we're watching through the security camera and then all of a sudden we get this close up of her neck being bit or something right. by nothing and then all of a sudden something starts co- recorporealizing in front of us Right, and it's all like but really looked, bad effects. Yeah, it looked like dust was flying off it. I, yeah, I don't know. But uh, what was I getting? Oh, the, the fun, fun piece of trivia is that they were debating on 
taking that first scene and putting it at the end of the movie. Mm. As if to say, she's still out there. She's still out there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it would have made even uh, less sense. And I, I honestly don't see any hope for a <laughs> sequel to that scene. No. Uh, okay, so let me give you some trivia. Uh, shot 23 days in Romania uh, during the winter. It, throughout this movie, if you know this, it, well, are you really, I mean, you can tell they're fucking freezing every single, they're, they're constantly breathing. You can see the smoke coming out of their eyes. That's because the temperature was an average of negative 15 degrees Fahrenheit Damn. the entire shoot. Uh, Even in the strip club? Uh, well, I guess apparently there, the, I don't know about the strip, the strip club. I mean, there were some scenes where it did look like it was a bit cold. <laughs> the <dudes. laughs> But uh, there is a bit of trivia that, you know, behind the scenes stuff that said that uh, it was cold even, you would think that that pool of blood scene was all shot in a studio, but it, I guess it wasn't because they had to halt production because the uh, main, you know, the girl who plays Jerry uh, was showing signs of hypothermia. Wow. They had to get her out. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess we, we should start with... Uh, Probably um, the uh, Jerry uh, is the most recognizable act- actress actor here. Uh, her name is Jamie Mer- Murray. Uh, she was in Dexter. She played Lila. Um, did you ever watch Dexter? I did. Yeah, she was like the uh, the the evil girlfriend of okay. Dexter. Yeah, I think I. Well, how many seasons are it? five or six? Uh, I think I yeah. watched the first three. And then uh, you're probably good to stop there. Um, she was on Spartacus. She was on Defiance. She was on Spartacus. Yep, she played Gaia. Okay. Yeah, I really liked. I really really liked the first season especially. Uh, Sad story. Anyway. <laughs> Warehouse 13, uh, Once Upon a Time, and the originals, which I guess she must have apparently played a, a vampire there, too. What was she in Once Upon a Time? Uh, Fiona. Okay. Yeah, it, it was also, she was also billed as Dark Fairy, okay. but maybe this the same, that's the same role? I have no idea. Sure. <laughs> I watched, like, several seasons of that, like, in binge format to, to write trivia. Long story short, uh, I, I don't remember barely any of that. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching. <laughs> The first couple seasons and being like, this is really bad, but keep, I kept yeah, just it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, when I was in Vancouver, I went to a bunch of the once upon a, once upon a time location, whatever people listening are saying, who cares? Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, it is, uh, this is directed by Eduardo Rodriguez, who is a Venezuelan film director. He had, uh, three films under his belt, uh, uh, Curandero, uh, which I must be like, I, I don't even know what that is. Uh, Stash House starring Dolph Lundgren and El Gringo starring Scott Adkins and Christian Slater. Um, Eduardo, uh, <laughs> Was uh, was kind of given this film, and but you know by the producers, it was a, again a rush job by Fox to get it get it get a sequel made. Um, and they said the decision, even though the producers of the 2011 film returned, the decision was made. The story would not follow the events of the previous films. Eduardo says here, I thought it was a bit of a play on the James Bond movies, where it's always James Bond no matter who plays him. What the fuck kind of thought like thinking is that? Like I don't think he <laughs> he wasn't a fan. <laughs> like you're just like it doesn't matter uh, you know it's just char- it's somebody it's somebody some other Charlie Brewster some other Evil Ed and some other Amy Peterson and some other Jerry Dandridge and, I mean come on uh, respect the canon <laughs> uh, this is written by Matt Venn whose uh, previous credits are Mirrors 2 White Noise 2 <laughs> And the Bag of Bones TV miniseries. I didn't see that. <laughs> I remember it dragged quite a bit. I like the book. I like the book too, yeah. 
apparently he wrote the first draft in like 15 days or something like that. Something say really 15 minutes. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, something like it was some sort of small credit or small amount of time. Uh, Shows. This cast is mainly British, by the way, mm. all playing Americans. Uh, we have Charlie played by Will Payne, who is in Mr. Selfridge and Humans. He is the younger brother of Tom Payne, who was on The Walking Dead. He played Jesus. Did you ever make it that far? I don't think I did. Yeah. Um, I he, liked him, actually. I said that to you. I'd like to see yeah. this kid in a different movie. I like his, he's got a little bit of Crispin Glover vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was I was immediately getting Edward Furlong. R- right, right. The, the hair, hair, the hair. But Terminator 2, Ed Furlong. It's, it, um, I don't know. I thought, I mean, the movie's garbage. But, <laughs> but you know, he, he was, I'd like to see him in something. Yeah. I didn't discount him completely. Yeah. Uh, Amy's played by Sasha Parkinson, who is also on Mr. Selfridge and a lot of Coronation Street. So, okay. uh, Peter, played by Sean Power, uh, who was uh, in some sort of British show called Lead Balloon, which is a lot like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, oh, uh, Will Payne, the guy who played Charlie, said he didn't watch any of the previous, he didn't want to pattern anything off of the previous Charlie Brewster's. He says, this is a whole new cast, so why not try and make this my own character, my own creation? Um, yeah. <laughs> so... He did it. Uh, I didn't. He didn't seem very Charlie Brewster-ish to me at all. No, no, I mean, no. Other, uh, None of these characters. The only, and I said to you while we watched it, they're really missing the mark with the evil Ed because they're just making this loud, obnoxious kid oh. uh, wear goofy glasses and mm-hmm. be, just swear all the time. And, and that wasn't... Just that, so just loud and obnoxious. Yeah, it's just obnoxious. And gosh, I mean, the, the remake does us a favor of getting rid of evil Ed. That, that, that evil Ed, so very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this one, I swear, stays around for like three quarters of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah apparently this is Evil Ed Bates. The, the character's last name is Bates in this one. Okay. Uh, played by Chris Waller, uh, who is in a few episodes of EastEnders. And uh, Chris apparently had to be reminded several times that he was not really a vampire while he was in makeup. I guess the director <laughs> got very annoyed with, uh, just as annoyed as we were. <laughs> I suppose. And uh, yeah, like we said, Peter, Peter is a... Uh, uh, a reality show host now. Um, I guess they decided to pattern him after Bear Grylls. You ever see any of his shows? Yeah, it's very much like he's looking in the, he's looking off off the camera. He's like, I'm in the wild now. Right. Or this is kind of like he's crawling through a castle in the dark and stuff, but really being pursued by a team of like twenty because nothing's real. <laughs> uh, also, uh, another interesting part of the story. Uh, uh, Charlie. It's hard for me to say their their names and like not like choke up a little bit. Charlie Ed tells Charlie in the uh, in the classic you know you know this is what happens with vampires and this is how to defeat a vampire you know that whole scene he gives him a little background like as soon as he hears like Elizabeth Bathory he's like oh my god and he that's exactly when he takes it serious he pulls out his uh, his iPad and starts going through a comic and we break into an animated scene giving the backstory of Jerry Dandridge slash Elizabeth Bathory slash Bride of Dracula I have no idea uh, apparently they did that to save money. Well, it was the most engaging part of the whole movie. The entire movie would have been more enjoyable if it was that. An animated, it was like one of those uh, mo- uh, motion comics. It wasn't even animated, it was like right. uh, drawings being moved around. Which I liked the art style. I thought it was uh, yeah, it was the most engaging part for me. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So kudos to the artist on that. He's the only person that um, you know made the, uh, made the money they were paid worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Earn their check. 
they did premiere this at, or they did show some scenes at San Diego Comic Con, and Jamie Murray, who played Jerry Dandridge, uh, was there uh, to you know take questions or whatever. Did a little panel, and I guess the crowd got flash drives that were that looked like little little crosses, hmm. which that's cool. I mean, <laughs> the movie sucks, but I would love one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, the, the, the big change here is that, like, like, Jerry is not after, is not out to kill Charlie. She's after Amy because Amy is a virgin. She's Who looking was born for, on a blood moon at midnight. Yeah, like a new moon or something. A new moon virgin. Um, and that will not render her, she's looking to break her curse, but the mythology is all fucked up in this movie. <laughs> uh, she tells Amy at one point that I want your blood and Amy says, so you won't be a vampire. And Jerry said, no, I'll still be a vampire. I'll just be able to get to enjoy the sunlight. So make right. her a day walker too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so reality show Peter, I get, I just want to talk about certain scenes. <laughs> like reality show Peter <laughs> is found in a strip club basically by, uh, uh, Ed and Charlie and they, they actually have to pay him $3,000. It's so funny how like quickly, as soon as like Ed hears about Elizabeth Bathory, he's like I mean, all I in, like there's, yeah. there's nothing, he's not yeah. proven anything. Uh, and he's willing to like give, uh, uh, Peter <laughs> again, <laughs> it's really hard to say, uh, like three thousand dollars to to do this do the vampire test which really doesn't amount to much ed gets uh ed gets turned and he, he goes back to the strip club this is where uh we have the ed versus peter thing and uh yeah uh, you want to tell the fine listeners how uh, peter defeats oh ed in that scene or scares him away yeah so. i mean in the original movie they tussle and he uh, peter presses a cross up against his head and he jumps out the window right so this time peter presses a cross against ed's forehead again. Yeah, or his but, entire face, yeah. Yeah, but it happens to be a tattoo on his chest. Yeah, Peter, Peter's got a chest tattoo, everybody. And, yeah, uh, so... Uh, no explanation. <laughs> no. Also, that struck me as just really terrible writing, but also bad character development. This guy, this version of Peter, is he's got a potty mouth. He's, he, there's no... Oh, yeah. Nothing about him says man of faith. And then Ed, there, he's taking a leak and Ed approaches him in the bathroom and holds him up against the wall and gives this speech about how I really believed in you and you didn't believe in <laughs> monsters, but I'm a monster. I'm going to make you believe. And shut the fuck up. And he goes to bite him and uh, just just holding on to Peter Vincent makes Ed recoil. And Peter Vincent then reveals that he has a... He uh, rips his shirt open. Yeah, rips his shirt open and he's got this cross tattoo. And he, I just, he's not the guy to have that kind of... And if it, if given the guy he is, even if he did have a cross tattoo, I don't feel like given the mythology of this movie and the way I think of it, he doesn't have faith in God. He's at a strip club, and, yeah. and if he does, I mean that's debatable, I guess. But it's so stupid. But the the dumbest part about it is he he grabs Ed by the head when he realizes it's the cross on his chest that's repelling, and holds him up against his chest, and he's like, you know, let feel the burn, bitch, or whatever. It's some yeah, stupid right? line. There's a lot of bitch talking. Yeah, and then it's badass. It does the worst 
Spe- I don't know why they thought this was a good idea. The worst special effect I've ever seen. It's a cellophane of over the camera of the like the backside of the cross, as if you were looking through Peter Vincent's chest. Yes, while he's holding, you know, Ed's faces against the glass. Really, yes, it's so fucking dumb. So it's like supposed to be like comedic that his face is being smushed up against the I, camera. I guess <laughs> it's, it's a POV from Peter's chest. It's really stupid. Uh, yeah. And- I, it's just so funny how like little they do for Peter too. It's like they we we I mean really we see we see his TV show for a moment, uh, and then we see them going to the strip club to bribe him, and he like they like just take a walk together in Romania, uh, and it's like yeah we're hanging out with Peter Vincent, isn't that cool? And then they get on the subway where it, Vampire Jerry is, steps out, and Peter just steps off the subway, yeah. <laughs> like the only smart person, but <laughs> so that supposed to be the cowardly lion peter right there right and we don't oh wait no we see him again during the ed attack and uh him uh wearing some sort of like fur leopard skin coat and hanging bible pages all over to protect himself i went and took a leak at that part yeah. i missed it len took a couple of breaks during this yeah uh, i got impatient and wandered around the house <laughs> a couple times and then like he doesn't show up till like the very end where like at the right moment he's he's there to shove a sword through somebody, you know, Jerry's back thing. Uh, and then, you know, we might as well just skip, spoiler alert, but really don't bother watching this film. <laughs> yeah. Um, Charlie gets turned. Yeah. Amy's turned. Charlie fights back. It's just really convoluted and confusing. It's all of them like wrestling in this fucking bath that at one point I'm just, I just all of a sudden yelled, Marco. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, it's them in and out of this big giant. It's not even a bath. I mean, it's, it's a pool of blood, like a, like a swimming pool of blood. Yeah. They spent all their money on that set. I would say. <laughs> and, and, and if that's apparently the, they couldn't properly heat it. No, I'm guessing. <laughs> I mean, if they really were in Romania, I'm guessing that that's, that's they found the perfect like drafty old yeah, yeah. church yeah. pool to fill and it's just drafty and cold in there you know? yeah but it, it I don't know <laughs> yeah so uh, maybe to make this easier I'll, I'll read from the uh, the last couple last paragraph of the summary um, so uh, yeah Charlie fights Ed and shoves a bottle of holy water in his mouth causing his torso to explode which he voluntarily leans his head back and chugs the bottle <laughs> yeah like, he doesn't pull it out he's just like oh, oh god I guess I gotta <laughs> drink it now to my mouth <laughs> After that, uh, Charlie's grabbed by Jerry and forced into a massive bathing pit where Amy awaits him. Amy bites Charlie, turning him, but before she can kill him and complete Jerry's ritual, Charlie stakes himself, incapacitating Amy. This is where we're like, what is going on? Uh, He stakes himself, and Amy suddenly has this reaction where she gets super veiny and starts, like, looking like she's going to perish. And Jerry jumps into the pool and is like, oh, no, you know, it's my my plan. And then all of a sudden we see Charlie standing up, and we see through the hole that he shoved through his body. Yeah, it's the Shaun of the Dead shot with the pipe. (laughs) That he hasn't actually staked through his heart. We can see the heart is still there. Intact. So I don't know why Amy reacts. 
acted that way if, uh, I don't know. And she was set to kill Charlie, so I don't, none uh, of it makes any sense. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Peter shows up, stakes Jerry, and then, of course, it's like, oh, you missed, you know? And uh, then there's this big, everybody is wrestling in the pool again. <laughs> and uh, and then Jerry changes into her final form, which is basically one of the worst creature uh, costumes I've ever seen. It looked like it looked like they did a pretty solid job on the mask on the head, on the head yeah. but she is wearing a she's literally wearing a leotard yeah. with like veins drawn on it. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. It's bad. <laughs> and then Charlie using his cicada uh, powers uh, lets out this high-powered uh, screech to shatter all the windows and then brings down uh, immediately brings up Jerry turns into a pile of diarrhea immediately <laughs> that filters into the back into the pool just <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, pretty much the movie's done That's after. That. <laughs> it's just awful. Awful. Yeah, there's some hard nipples, and uh, oh, yeah. and that's all there is to say about it. I have to say, Jamie Murray, I, I appreciate her as an actress that's been in a lot of genre, and I think she does a does a solid job with what she's given here. She's fine. That's the problem. It's, but, the, <laughs> it's honestly, the actress were the least terrible part of this movie. Yeah. And, and it's a story that was written in 15 days. It was the uh, it was the bad camera work, bad effects, just a rush job of shooting, shitty color coding on everything, strobe lights. Ugh, what crap! And it's just like the general conceit of it all. It's just like Fright Night Two, a new story. You know, like James Bond, like Charlie Brewster is like it's like a different Charlie Brewster, and he's doing an adventure too. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We wanted to kind of uh, uh, end this with some better stuff. So let's move past Fright Night 2, New Blood, and never, ever, ever come back to it ever again. Okay. So the first thing I wanted to mention is that at the end of the the best movie, Fright Night, the original that we were talking about for 107 episodes mostly, uh, there's a song called Fright Night. And uh, it's by the Jay Giles Band. And um, let's, let's, let's hear a little bit of it now. Unfortunately, I'm having a little bit of trouble with my editing software today, so I can't insert the song here, so instead I'm going to sing it for you. <clears throat> okay, so this this song, like, I, the mystery to me is, and I, I'm sorry, we, I, I kind of talked to you about this before we hit record, but the mystery to me is why isn't this song so mem- memorable to either of us? I, I don't know. We watched a video for the first time tonight, and I yeah. know you said, you told me, no, this plays when the credits roll. Yeah. And all of these years of loving this movie, I never paid attention. I mean, I... didn't pay attention to it. And it says the theme, the name of the movie in the song. It should be like, oh, yeah, like Ghostbusters. Like, Goonies are good enough. Like, right. it should be that good. It's St. Elmo's Fire. <laughs> it should be something like that, you know? But the score is the memory part. Imagine Jaws. Uh-huh. You know, you have that awesome score, and at the very end, we get a fucking... Shark bite! Yeah, right? <laughs> it just wouldn't... Indiana Jones, at the very end, there's a rock band singing about Indy's adventures. It's like, not necessary. The score does it all. Yeah. And, I, and when the movie's over, I guess all these years, I just shut it off and never... Yeah, whenever I think of this movie, I do not think of that song. I think of... Exactly. I'd like to read some of these uh, lyrics. <laughs> 
because they really do go right along. This is like, you know, this is like the Men in Black song. This is like telling you about the movie. Um, people say I'm crazy and I make no sense, but they don't understand the man's got influence. He's a gigolo, a liar, a man of many faces, so don't be fooled by what you think you see. He's going to make his move on you and me. Uh, Fright Night, who's it going to be tonight? Lock your doors and windows tight. Soon you'll all believe I'm right. We're all in for a most frightening night. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, truthfully, the song isn't that bad. It's just not memorable. No. Musically, you know, the Jake Isles band. Yeah. Centerfold. Yeah. Freeze Frame. That's, yeah. that's my, own, my go-to Jake right. Isles songs. It, it just, I think that it's way overshadowed by the score mm-hmm. in the rest of the movie. I, and, it, and it's not even, it's like, it plays right as the movie ends. Like, it should be like, just like... A, a part of the whole thing, but it's not. It's no, just, it isn't. It's totally separate from it. I'm like, oh, this is, I haven't actually sat and listened to this song before. It might not be the same for other Fright Night fans. Other Fright Night fans right. might have this, like, as a ringtone, you know, who knows? Right. Uh, yeah, I've got to drive a stake right through his heart. Can't you see he's tearing us apart? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, that's just something I had to talk, because it's it's in the, it's in the credits. We're in the credits and yeah. ending the credits, so... Uh, okay, couple. Uh, I wanted to talk about a challenge uh, that I uh, gave us. I think when we talked about the Fright Night remake, the 2011 remake, okay. uh, we talked about how some of the cast worked for us, some of the cast did not work for us, and then I kind of gave us a challenge for our last episode, our last regular minute minute by minute episode, that we would come up with our very own uh, Fright Night cast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you did some work today. I did some work. And, uh, yeah, we kind of talked about it earlier, but, um, we talk about everything earlier. You guys didn't hear any of this stuff. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's fun being the director. It's fun being like the casting director. Like, yeah, this would be an awesome choice. I'd love to see this. Right. Like the Fright Night movie that I constructed or cast that I constructed, um, which would not deviate from the story at all, by the way. It would be shot for shot remake. Shot there for is. shot remake. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, uh Vince Vaughn is playing uh, Charlie Brewster. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, let's let's go through the cast. Uh, maybe we'll talk, kind of talk about each of our choices. Sure. Um, why don't I go first? Please, because my notes are yeah. like right here in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> so, so let's talk about Judy first. Mm-hmm. I picked Julianne Moore. Okay. And it was really funny because Julianne Moore kind of popped up in a preview before uh, right, Friday Night Two. Yeah. Carrie, yeah, uh, much better movie the, the remake of that, yeah. <laughs> um, but. I think she's, you know, she's a warm mom presence, mm. and I think she's a talented actress, and I think she'd be, she could be a fun Judy. You know, cool. she's usually more of more serious stuff, uh, but you know, she's been in some fun movies, yeah, like Ivan Reitman's Evolution, for instance. Mm. I don't know why my mind went to that, but uh, yeah. What do you think? What, who, who, who would be? Oh, maybe you should talk about your general uh, how, how you decided to do this because I decided to just do a straight. This is who I'm going to cast, but you, you kind of gave it a twist. Yeah. Uh, all dogs. All dogs. Well, I don't want it to be overshadowed by this entire uh, British cast of this shit movie we just talked about. But that's <laughs> yes. the way I went. I decided, because I'm a bit of an Anglophile, I decided uh-huh. to go. What what led me to it is I was trying to think of a Charlie Brewster. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that choice in a minute. But okay. I really, for some reason, I ended up going with all British comedians. All British comedians? Comedians. Even. Oh, my yeah. God. And I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't do it like what we do in the shadows. It wouldn't uh, be parody. Right. It it would be nearly a shot for shot remake. It'd be uh, a little different. But there there's still it's funny. There's still some funny moments. There is. And I was just thinking, I don't know, it would be fun to see it set in a little, you know, uh British tenement or you know, like it would be it would be fun to I would toy with the, the settings. So you would do Julianne Moore. I actually Judy was the last I would I would do Julianne. <laughs> Judy was the last person that I picked, so it was kind of or one of the last people when I was thinking about it. Um, she, her name is Carrie Godleman. She was, uh, did you see the Ricky Gervais show, Derek? Yes, I did a while ago. Okay. She's been in a, many things, but probably most known for that. She's like the, she runs the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the gal that runs, runs the, uh, the home that Derek. I have to, in. I have to that, bring it up. I'm sorry. Sure. No problem. Uh, so Derek, everybody's Googling this right now. So, we don't have to edit anything, right? She's, there's just a warmth and a funness about her. I think she'd be a great Judy. Mm-hmm. Um, and considering I was working backwards from from my Charlie choice, that I thought she, this woman could play this particular Charlie's mom, and and it would feel right, and uh, there might be cool little chemistry there. So, isn't it? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I could see it definitely. Yeah, uh, folks. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, she was in Derek, and uh, as well as Afterlife. I didn't watch that one. Oh, that's that right. One. She's in Afterlife too. Yeah, she's she's uh, Ricky's dead wife. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. So that that's a good Judy. I like that. I like the. I, I like that. You said you're you're going to do all British cast, but now I love the fact that you're. It's actually British comedians. It's so. comedians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Going to Billy. Tom Hardy. Oh yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I get to cast this, and yeah. I get all the money. So Tom Hardy. Fuck yeah. As just you know, he's he's, he's a brute. He's a brute, and you know he can be a little act a little little crazy. You know, mm-hmm. have you ever seen Venom? Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I love Tom Hardy. I love me some Tom Hardy. Man. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying to Kelsey the other day, we were talking about like manly, tough. Like, who's your favorite like tough guy actor these days? Right. You no, know, it was always Harrison Ford, but he's a little too old. Oh yeah. Right, man. Yeah, Fuck off. Um, oh. <laughs> but Tom Hardy's my man. Yeah. yeah. Like so many. Yeah. He's like the guy we want to be, right? He's, he's a perfect Billy. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. I'm really curious what your Billy is. Uh, you're going to think this one's weird, but I think he weird. can do it. Stephen Merchant. <laughs> huh? Yeah. That, Honestly. He's a little old. He's a little older. Oh, wait. No. No. It's, it's tall and geeky, Stephen. That's right. I got to mix with up the with Stephen, the other Stephen. But I could uh, see him being, I could just, the scene where uh, <laughs> Billy's like intimidating Charlie, you know, and the cops there and giving uh, him the looks. I can see Stephen Merchant doing that with his bug eyes. Yeah. I can see him being more creepy than and gangly than um, than physically uh, uh, imposing. But Stephen Merchant's also, I think, like six seven, so he's a yeah, big he's tall dude. Pretty tall. Yeah, uh, so. has he been in anything? Oh, he was in Logan. Yes, he was in Logan. Hello, girls or Hello, ladies. I think mm-hmm. was this HBO show. Yep. Oh yeah, I did just see him in uh, Good Boys. He's a he's a pretty creepy in that as well. Mm. Uh, okay, cool. I like that idea. Uh, kind of a. I mean, this is going to be totally different with these comedians, but but yeah. I don't want it to be funny. I, I see them kind of doing their own thing with that role. All right, I'm just I'm just waiting for you to drop an actor in here, but I'm not going to guess at it. I'm not going to guess okay. at it. Uh, all right, Evil Ed. Uh, Will Poulter. Do you know who Will Poulter no. is? Who's Will Poulter? Name's uh, familiar. He was just in Midsummer. He was an original choice for Pennywise. Hmm. Um, he's also in movies like The Maze Runner, We're the Millers. Uh, 
Bandersnatch. Do you remember that one? No. The Black Mirror Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in that. Okay. Uh, and he's kind of, he, you know, he's young enough. Uh, but yeah, that's oh, him. yeah. Okay. He's kind of creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why he yeah. got picked for the uh, the uh, for the ad for thinking about Pennywise. Okay. Uh, before they decided to move on to somebody else, but that's right. yeah, that's him in Bandersnatch. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I like that that guy. Yeah. That's a good. That's I just thought that I was trying to think of somebody who's to be that could be kind of unhinged and also like uh you know might be kind of scary as a vampire right right yeah who's your evil so this is when i talked briefly about changing the one place that i would have to uh, deviate from a shot for shot remake and do something a little different okay if he's an animated squirrel yeah he's an animated squirrel (laughs) no so there's a british comedian um i would say he's probably 30 i mean most of these actors are playing high schoolers right right right. um his name is joe lysette joe j-o-e yes lysette l y-c-e-t-t so this is this is a maybe for me joe lysette is a very funny feminine so it would be a different take okay he's an openly bisexual comedian okay i really like his stuff it would be a different kind of evil ad. Like yeah, a bit, no, I could see that. Bitchier evil ad. Yeah. Or instead of Evil Ed, I would do an uncle or a nerdy neighbor that Charlie kind of knows and pals around with that lives in the neighborhood, played by David Mitchell. Now, David Mitchell was on Peep Show. He is the really uptight... Uh, oh, right. Okay, I'm seeing him a, now. Yep. He's a really uptight guy. So, I could see him being like an older guy that builds monster models, like our age or a little older, that's mm-hmm. kind of like unmarried. and So, that would deviate from a shot-for-shot remake, and that's the only place it would. Uncle Ed. Maybe... Uncle Evil. Right, Uncle Evil. <laughs> could be, exactly, he could be, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I can even hair. see him as a Peter Vincent, too. I right. don't know. Right, in <laughs> fact, because I was thinking about him as that, because uh, he's so, like, persnickety, and uh, I think I I think I got a better choice for Peter Vincent. Oh, all right, all right, let's see who's next on our list. Amy, I picked Maya Hawke, who is a uh, uh, actress who was just in Stranger Things. I tried to pick somebody who's not amazingly gorgeous. Right. Right. But kind of plain-ish. That, you know, like one of our first things when we saw the Fright Night remake, when the girl that played Amy came on the screen, we're like, wow, she is like a model, like drop-dead gorgeous. Way out of... uh, Yeah. Um, And she is the daughter of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman, (laughs) so it's it's like, uh, yeah, she is pretty pretty. Pretty pretty. Uh, But that's her in Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. She plays a character named Robin, which is a great name. (laughs) Uh, Not really for girls, but yeah, um, yeah, Maya Hawke, I'm thinking as uh, my Amy. You know, Amy is the hardest one for me. Okay. I, I really... I, I, I heard the, the waiting. Is the hardest, <laughs> is the hardest Shut part? Shut up. Tom Petty. Don't be petty. <laughs> uh... I wrote down because I couldn't really think of one that I liked. You don't like when, really. <laughs> that's the hard. That's why it's hard. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it's and you're going to be like, "What, dude? She's too hot and famous." Okay, but I don't think she's that hot. I think she's kind of gangly and could almost do it. It's Daisy Ridley, because I was trying to stay oh, within the British. Daisy Ridley. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she could kind of do that. She's in what? <sighs> I don't know. Some, some fucking some movie about fucking space. Movie. That's really funny. But she's kind of gangly and. I, I, but, I was thinking the same thing. Like, you yeah. want a pretty girl, but not like a supermodel. Not a supermodel. Someone that could be awkward, but also could pull off the falling in love with, with a Jerry Dandridge. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm, she's from Murder on the Orient Express. Yes, that's what I was And, uh, oh, she does the voice of Cottontail in Peter Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Some 
Right. Um, yeah, she was, let's see, she was born in 92, which would make her math. I'm <laughs> <laughs> very just went, <laughs> uh, 28, right? <laughs> 28 right now. Yeah, she could play it's it. easier to do uh, year math stuff now that we're in uh, right, the even. 2020s. Uh, yeah, I think we could do that. I mean, yeah, Amanda Beers was like, what, 20, 28, 29? Yeah, when she she... <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, that was really, Amy was the hardest one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, when you said Stranger Things, I was like, oh, the seven or whatever her name is. You know, she, oh, 11. 11. Yeah. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. All right. Who's next on uh, Jerry? Now, this is great. Yeah. The reason why I said it's really funny you picked Daisy Ridley because for Jerry Dandridge, I picked Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Okay. I see him and I see Chris Saran and Jerry Dandridge. Yeah. That kind of. I unfortunately, yeah. you know, it's like uh it's like the the hair, uh, you know, the the the, the complexion, the the mm-hmm. rugged ruggedly handsome good looks. Yeah. I almost picked Chris Hemsworth because I wanted somebody who's just like fucking like a girl would see and just like or most guys too and just right. kind of like fall over, you know. <laughs> but I thought Chris Hemsworth might be a little bit too much. Too, too sexy. Would too would stick out way too much. Yeah. Um, I needed to kind of tone it back a little bit, and uh, yeah, Oscar Isaac, I thought we that's a great one. Great, I'm jealous yeah. of that pick. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I probably have the best cast list here. I mean, you didn't really <laughs> do what any work of yours, uh, <laughs> douchebag. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he'd really, I'd love to see him uh, 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 seducing yeah, Ray on the uh, yeah. <laughs> carpet there. <laughs> Nipple shot. Oh boy, uh, I went the opposite. I went someone who Adam Driver. Yeah, who, exactly. <laughs> who, I, who I find infinitely charming. A lot of people hate his guts. He's not handsome at all. When I was thinking about British actors, like to do it that way, British comedians, that was my little spin. I thought... Um, the first person I thought of was Russell Brand. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's too too sexy again. Like, he's too... He wouldn't be able to tone his be Russell a, brand ness down. It'd be, right. it'd be a lot. So you picked uh, Ricky Gervais. I, I picked Jimmy Carr. Oh, Jimmy Carr. I did. Oh, yeah. He's kind of pale. But he's okay. not, not unattractive. He's got a lot of forehead. Uh-huh. But I could... He looks a little bit like a vampire. Just don't let him laugh in the movie. <laughs> he has the weirdest donkey laugh. Yeah. But, but I think... I could see some of his jokes are sleazy and I could uh, see instead of being so sexy and charming there would be a perversion mm-hmm. with him that if, if you could get him to dramatically pull that off I think it would be great so he was he was my Jerry Dandridge Jimmy Carr I have a, 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 looking at Jimmy Carr for some reason reminded me of another actor who is British oh, well he's Welsh um, to be specific, specific since I'm looking at his IMDB bio, bio right now um, who is British and uh, has been in, uh, uh, seducing audiences for a few years now on Lucifer. And that would be Tom Ellis. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. So I'm recasting your movie. Now. Okay, you, yeah, you're putting him in. <laughs> Jimmy Carr's out. Jimmy Carr's out. Tom Ellis is in. Uh, well, Jimmy Carr doesn't have the sexy factor at all. Not, not at all. Like you know, that's what I'm thinking. Dinner. It's like, do you could you buy him in those like like a girl would be like, oh. <laughs> I think I think you could because it's a British cast and they're all fucking ugly. Oh gosh! <laughs> well, that goes our British listeners. Thanks for tuning in. The last 106 episodes. This is where my blood comes from. <laughs> oh, yeah, mine too. We can knock around. Uh, and finally, no, not finally, Peter. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. 
I was that's thinking, fucking great. I was thinking he's a like, Ghostbuster. He's yeah, a Ghostbuster. Great. He he could play like that kind of pathetic has been, yeah. you know, as well. Yeah. Um, could play scared shitless, you yeah. know. Um, and is older and is now in his like not his twilight years, but right. he's you know, and he's he's in his sixties, I think, yeah. at this point. Uh, you met him, so you could be like, I met a Fright Night remake cast member. <laughs> uh, you know, Dan Aykroyd, I thought yeah, would be it's perfect. Uh, it's the really comedy. Good. Obviously, is handled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You probably have to talk him into graying himself up a little bit because I think he like doesn't he apply the lacquer on a little bit these just, days. Would you have to throw the uh, just throw the baby powder on his head and throw the paper pro- on his way out the door? Just like poof. <laughs> uh, and also, you know, he's into that conspiracy stuff, so yeah. I could almost guarantee I could always see him like talking on a television show. And, and I think he would in the movie. He'd probably bring some riffs and things to it too yeah. that would uh, that would make that character believable. That's I was great- thinking. I was thinking this would be a great. Comeback, Dan Aykroyd. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, my original pick, uh, it, 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 I, and I was also thinking of like kind of like has been kind of older uh, comedian, comedian, comedic act, comedic actor. Uh, but a little young, a little bit younger than Dan Aykroyd. But I was thinking John Cusack. Okay, age yeah. him up a little bit more than yeah. he is now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Dan. I, I then I thought of Dan Aykroyd, and I was like, "That's my guy." Yeah, that's your guy <laughs> for sure. Get casting on it. <laughs> Write the part for it. <laughs> All right, what is your Peter? Uh, my Peter, I have... Roddy two- McDowell is dead, man. I'm sorry, you can't use that British actor. I have two choices. <laughs> oh! There is playing more like Roddy did. I think Rowan Atkinson... Oh, yeah. ...could really do it well. Yes. Yeah, I could totally see that. And if we wanted an older, grumpier, more Vincent Pricey kind of version, I think John Cleese could pull it. <laughs> yeah, I can see both of those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think either one of those guys would be quite fun in that role. Yeah. Yeah, it's really funny how, like, your picks for Peter Vincent seem to fit so much more because, you know, he's it's like this older, he's a British, you know, older British, British guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, but they, that totally works. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one was easy in staying in the British realm. Yeah, yeah. And finally, what is your Charlie Brewster, I picked Ansel Elgort. <laughs> Who the fuck? Ansel Elgort is the star of uh, most recently one of my favorite movies I've seen recently, uh, Baby Driver. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's a young guy. He he can play comedic, can play he can yeah. do the action thing. Yeah, uh, and uh, can play dorky uh, pretty well too. So I just yeah. thought he's he'd be kind of perfect for the role. So what spawned my choice and all of the choices were based around my pick for Charlie, as mm-hmm. I said before. Yeah, and it's a British comedian I really really like, Ricky who, Gervais. Yeah, who is? I mean, I'm surprised I didn't throw Ricky in here. I somewhere. was waiting for it, quite honestly. Well, he could be the police officer. That's that was fine. <laughs> Uh, I'm having a laugh. And then you have him and Stephen Merchant in a scene together. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, no, Charlie is a this British comedian named James A. Caster. Oh, he's, I've heard of him. He's worth looking up. He's strange as hell, but I think I really love this guy. And uh-huh. I think he's the right quirky and he's a little bit evil Eddie too in some way, but I just, I don't know. He's, he's corduroy and... Yeah, that, that never looks like a Charlie Brewster. Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. He First could be picture a of his Brewster. IMDb people. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've I've heard he's got some stuff on Netflix, and I, I've been told to check it out. Yeah, I just for sure. Never have. <laughs> yeah, he's a lot of fun. That's what when I was trying to think of my Charlie, I don't. He popped into my head because I've been watching a lot of stand up lately, and I thought, yeah. man, he'd be really good with with the plaid shirts and the corduroy pants. Right, 
he's just a strange, strange, uh, scrawny geek. And I think, yeah, good job. Well, I'm thinking that we did a great job here. Uh, and I think there's room enough for both of us because obviously I'm going straight to Hollywood with my cast. Right. And you're going to be working with the British Broadcasting Company to uh, yeah. have them create do your... Yeah. Do like a BBC uh, mm-hmm. daytime reenactment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a masterpiece theater or yeah. like a, you know, mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get some old Hammer Horror producers involved. Yeah. And- yeah. Well, we you know, you can definitely see that the, the effects uh, can be pulled off uh, in modern day at least in 2013 with, with uh, the movie we watched earlier. I will say, it for my movie, there will be no, absolutely no, all-black contacts of vampires. Oh, yeah, that was, a, that was bothering you. It was pissing me. Too yeah. many people wearing all-black contacts. Well, it's it's every vampire movie in the last 15 years, the mm-hmm. vampires have all-black eyes. I'm sick of it. Yeah, it's something about taking the pupils away that makes it, like, freak. Like, if all no, white freaky. eyes are all-black eyes. You know, it's cool. I, I get it. I just, the original Fright Night, they had personality in those big wooden things mm-hmm. and they had a stick face you know yeah and it um, I don't know and, and as we know we've talked about it, it to nauseam but you know irritated their eyes so much that it made their eyes kind of red and puffy around them and just yeah. lent, lent itself to, to the scariness and when you have just all that vacant black eyes it was cool the first couple times I saw it god damn zombie has white <laughs> eyes every fucking vampire has black eyes as soon as I saw that in this movie we watched it's another <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright well there are a few few other things we have to talk about for instance we popped on a movie <laughs> I forgot okay so uh, <laughs> there are other Fright Nights one that is on YouTube right now and I, I'll post it in the group or whatever maybe I'll pop, pop it into the Twitter or the, the show notes rather uh, is the actual first Fright Night remake that ever was was in 1989 and it was called uh, either Moonless Night or Kalpana House uh, and it also has a very long Indian name because it is a movie, a Fright Night remake that is it takes place in India and using all, in, it's a whole Indian production. Um, apparently, we watched a few scenes of this, uh, but apparently according to like Fright Night Wiki and Wikipedia and all that, uh, it follows the plot of the original almost scene for scene, uh, but various changes are made. Uh, Peter Vincent is a priest in this. Uh, the vampire is apparently called John Peter and Dracula. Uh, <laughs> he gets stabbed with a paintbrush and Instead of a pencil. Uh, the first scene that we kind of left going as we were skipping through this movie, because it is a Indian movie no with subtitles. no subtitles. Yeah. But didn't it, no, didn't it seem like every once in a while they they'd start talking in English? Well, there is the names are still in English. Oh, okay. I heard say Peter and John a few times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the first scene we stopped in was the Bollywood musical number that is in this a Fright Night Bollywood musical number, which <laughs> really seems to be like just like Charlie romancing Amy on a swing or something. It's in a field, yeah. In a field. <laughs> Uh, also, apparently, Charlie, uh, who is call- actually Tony in this movie, and ha- Tony has a nice big mustache, too. <laughs> he looks about 55 years old. <laughs> he looks older than the vampire. <laughs> uh, he actually hires a tough thug to take out uh, the uh, John Peter or Dracula, and apparently is, like, murdered immediately. <laughs> so instead of, like, calling the cops, he, like, hires some thug off the street, <laughs> go in there and take care of the vampire, and he gets murdered. Uh, I will say the one cool thing about this in, the Indian movie is that uh, these guys have the guts to have a Billy in the movie. Yes, they do. We saw his death, and it was uh, <laughs> gross. It was gross. It was a 
mm-hmm. it was this B version of what we get in the in the original. Yeah. So uh, according to you know the various wikis I looked through, the film is never officially issued outside of India, but it can be found on on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll I'll make sure to put a note. I mean, uh, we watched a total shows. of ten minutes of it and said we should have watched this instead of. <laughs> <laughs> it has sound effects out of uh, you know the Looney Tunes studio. Yeah. Uh, the fights that happen, it's just, it is like cartoon punches and just scrambling and knocking into all sorts of wooden barrels that are lying all over the place constantly. Constantly. It's like 50 uh, barrels they knock over. People just get thrown left and right. It's so funny. Uh, so I definitely suggest you just kind of put it on and scan it. Can, can, uh, scan it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other, so we won't be doing an episode on that. The other episodes we will not be doing it on. Uh, there's apparently a 1947 Three Stooges short called Fright Night. Okay. Uh, there was a album called Fright Night by power metal band Stradivarius. We're not going to be doing a bonus episode on that. Okay. Uh, there are episodes of TV named Fright Night. Uh, apparently, the Brady Bunch had one. Uh, the Carrie Diaries, Perfect Strangers, Life with Derek, and Night Gallery. They all had an episode called Fright Night. Well, Night Gallery, I'll have to check out. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that's about. Uh, and really, kind of to uh, uh, finish up our discussion about other Fright Night things is the potential of a Fright Night Part 3. Um, we haven't talked to Tom Holland yet, so this information that I have here is kind of like gleaned from the internets, <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to actually getting some you know, real answers from him. But here's what I, here's what I found online. Uh, in 2015, when he was asked if he would do a sequel to any of his movies, um, Tom said that he'd like to do a follow-up to Fright Night with the cast of the original film. Uh, he said he wanted to do, like, a, 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 the plot would be single father, Charlie, inherits his mother's home, and soon his two teenage children become convinced there's something evil in the house next door who is Evil Ed, who survived and is attempting to resurrect Jerry Dandridge. Yeah. Um, then we fast forward to 2017, and Tom Holland uh, sent out a tweet that said, uh, you know, thanks to the Copyright Act of 1976, which allows creators to reclaim their licensed works after 35 years, he said, two more years and the Fright Night copyrights come back to Papa. Yeah, uh, as far as I know, because uh, I did briefly talk to Tom about that, and hopefully we will get to do that podcast and ask him these questions. I think, don't quote me, let Tom say it himself, but I think he's been working on that story as a novel. Right, first. and then I think if that when the rights come back and it's his baby, he uh, he'll pursue it as a script. Yeah, I that that was the next fact that I found, uh, you know, from a article on like Bloody Disgusting. I think mm. uh, they were hyping up the fact that Tom Holland was writing a book called Fright Night Resurrection and hinting that some original characters would be returning to the yeah. book uh, to the story. And there was a cover that was put on the site, and then all of a sudden like another like all of a sudden it, it showed up on Amazon as something to pre-order and then Bloody Disgusting had to put out another article saying that's a fake page don't order from that page hmm. and yeah I have no idea but apparently it was supposed to come out in like 2018 okay. I, 
don't know. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we're looking forward to talking to Tom um, and uh, to find out more about any any Fright Night news, um, the book, the a movie, anything. What what he's got on his plate next? Um, Paratime. Paratime. Yeah. The yeah. the the, um, the the website. Yeah. Yeah. It's terror dot com. Yeah, and I I found like links. This might be different now. You know, when this episode comes out months later. Uh, but uh, you know, it was kind of frustrating. I was finding like links to the store, but the store was not working. So I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully we get this kind of straightened out in our. Well, our- Tom is 110 years old. You can't expect <laughs> him to know what the fuck he's doing on the internet. Well, I'm just concerned about your books. Now, uh, people don't remember this or gleaned over this information. Uh, Whose think- books? My books? Yeah, uh, one of your books uh, that I did with Tom. You can find that on Amazon. Okay. okay. How to scare a monster? How to scare a monster? That is the other thing we want to make sure to mention that Tom Holland had written and uh, uh, Lynn here uh, illustrated. Yeah. If you want a you know a fun picture book for your kids or just yourself as a collector's item. Yeah, it's uh, chock full of uh, homages to Tom's career. So much homage. Uh, so much homage. And- <laughs> <laughs> Why is so, so much fromage. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think that's about it for us. Uh, we're going to talk to Tom, hopefully, and then we're going to have maybe a quick wrap-up episode after that comes yeah. out. So Just stay say subscribed. Goodbye. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I swear, I don't think I don't think there's anything else in Fright Night that we haven't discussed yet. So uh, if we find something, maybe we'll add it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. Uh, we do want to uh, give one more shout out to uh, Alex and Pete from Star Wars Minute, those guys that started the Movies by Minute phenomenon. And uh, if you want to find more podcasts that cover Movies Minute by Minute, please visit moviesbyminutes.com. And uh, finally, this is the last 20 something seconds in the movie. We are finally putting a stake in this movie. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Min. Send your feedback to Fright Night Minute at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Podcast. And until next time, <laughs> I'm Robin. I'm Len. Thanks for listening. Have a fright life, everyone. <laughs> He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> You're so cool, Bruce.